His divine grace, Shilesi Bhaktivedanta Swami Maharaj, Shila Prabhupada Ki, Jayam Vishnupad, Paramahamsa Paridajikachaya Shota Shota Shishimad, Shila Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasati Go Swami Maharaj, Shila Prabhupada Ki. 
श्रीमद भागवता गौर प्रेम नंदे हरि हरि भो हरे कृष्णा वेलकम एवरीवन ओम ज्ञान तिमरंद ज्ञानाजन शलाकय चक्षुर्मेतांगेन तस्मा श्री गुरुवे नम श्री चैतन्य मनोविष्टा स्थापित येन भूतले स्वायं रूप कदा मयां तथाति स्वापदिखम Hare Krishna. So anybody know the the title that we advertised for today's class? Anybody? From liking to loving. So it is stated in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, Ato Shadha Tata Saru Sangha. भजन क्रिया नाथ निविष्टि तथो निष्ठा तथा रुचि अनाशक्ति स्थो भाव तथा प्रेमा न्युभया जंचति सदा कानम अजम प्रेम न प्रभुर्भवेद भवेद क्रामा So Krama means steps. You might know this because Krishna has a famous name that has this in his name. What name is that? Which name of Krishna has this word Krama? Uru Krama. means he, he he does many amazing steps amazing feats what are the some amazing feats that krishna has done govardhan hill how about the 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 feats that he did with his feet what are some amazing feats steps that he did with his steps with one step he stepped over the lower and middle planetary systems that is called trivikrama also yeah Krama means step. So these are different stages of spiritual life. So it starts off with what is called shraddha. Now, oftentimes you hear this word translated as faith. Prabhupada is also translated in different ways. He, in the Srimad Bhagavatam, first canto, chapter six, text sixteen, he's also translated as liking. You have some. initial interest some something that you are interested in if you have any children that might not want to listen to the class then you can there's other rooms so we find out that krishna there's certain things that he doesn't need that he is not interested in So one of the things that he's not interested in is stuff. You can't uh you can't really uh pay him off. You know, if you have the right stuff because he has all the stuff, you know, you can't pay him off. Another thing is that uh being doing something amazing. 
That's also not interesting to Krishna because he does everything amazing. Doing something very amazing is not very interesting. Or just being amazing. As Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, etad yonini bhutani. No, not etad yonini bhutani, but uh, there's another verse, sorry. It has the word yonini. This is chapter 9. One second. Papayonaha. Mam hi patapyashrite yepi shu papayonaha. He says anyone. They don't have to be uh, born in a very elevated family with all kinds of great qualities. Papayona. They could be born in a very uh, miserable condition and have a miserable upbringing. But they can also come to me. They can also... So it is neither by having stuff, giving stuff. It is neither by uh, doing amazing things. Nor is it by uh, being amazing, being awesome. So we start, we approach the Lord with some motivation in the beginning. So love means that the other has value. That you just want to see the other happy without whatever you're going to get in return. So in the beginning stage... We're absolutely concerned in what we get and a little bit concerned of Krishna's happiness. It's absolutely important. What am I going to get? So that is called shraddha. Some, some interest, some liking. So a person may approach the Lord in distressful condition. As Krishna has described. As Krishna is described in the Bhagavad Gita, Chatur Varnyam Amaya Shishta. No. Uh, no, that's another verse. Another Chatur verse. What is that what is that verse? Chatur Vidabajante Mam Janasrikritina Arjuna. So we start off maybe in distress. What can the Lord do for me? Either it is in distress or it is seeking wealth. That is also, what can the Lord do for me? Then, so distress, bottom level, next level. What can, uh, can I get some gain? Can he, uh, uh, help me become fabulously wealthy and comfortable. So some economic growth, we're approaching the Lord. Help me in this way, help me that way. Help my son get you know, 100% in all the scores. So some comforts we're hoping. What the Lord can do for us. Then next level is... What the Lord is doing for us. We may feel some gratitude. So a person might be on another higher stage. They feel some gratitude. As Krishna says, um, 
Jagat Vasayate Kilam, Yach Chandramasi Yach Chagno, Tate Jovinimamakam. So that light of the sun, the light of the moon, that power within fire, that comes from me. The, even what keeps the earth afloat, the principle of gravity, what holds the solids together. Krishna says, I provide that. So some gratitude is there. The fire of digestion, without which no living entity can survive. And the functionings of the mind and the intelligence. As Krishna says, Sarvashachaham, Vidishani Vishtomatasmiti Gyanamapohanamcha. And even the the path of liberation. So for the body, for the mind, and even for the self, the soul, Krishna is there to help the living entity. So the one may approach the Lord in this mood of gratitude, and maybe out of a sense of duty. As Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, bottom level is out of fear. You approach God. Second level is out of desire. And out of thir- third level, or... uh is out of duty. You feel like, oh, I should offer something back to the Lord. So not uh, what he could do, but what he already does. And then the next level is, you feel a sense of connection. For example... Uh, you've heard this example so many times. Yata toro mula nishchanena If you want to water the root, and if you want to water the leaf of the plant, where does the water go? Do you rub it on the leaf? Do you rub the water on the leaf? Put it on the root, yes. And the udara uh, indriyanam, you offer the food to the stomach. But what if you think, maybe let me just give a little bit food to my eye. Why does the stomach have to get everything? Why can't I just put you know, a little bit rice in the ear? <laughs> put some you know, nice jalapeno pickle up the nose. Why does the food have to all go to the stomach? So as we progress in the path of loving God, we start off in the beginning. It is absolutely for every, for everything else but the stomach. (laughs) It is only for me. And maybe the stomach. Little bit interest. And at the end, it is absolutely only for the stomach. That food is not offered anywhere else. What do you think is most effective? So there's this realization of connection that my sense of well-being and happiness is dependent on my interaction with the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But then the next level is realizing that, wow, He is enchanting. He is beautiful. Just as here we will hear what Narada Muni says. One verse from Narada Muni. 
Where is it? There you go. We have found the verse. Premati bhara nirbhinna pulakango tinivritaha ananda samplavelino napasham ubhayamune. O Vyasadev, at that time, being exceedingly overpowered by feelings of happiness, every part of my body became separately enlivened. Being absorbed in an ocean of ecstasy, I could not see both myself and the Lord. So we realize the Lord is actually so wonderful, so attractive, that simply by seeing Him, one one considers that all others' desires that He may have had to be completely insignificant. So, what is your name? Shu. So think of a material desire. Think big. Tell tell us. Too small. Everyone, someone else. Think bigger. Some nice material desire. Think bigger. Being in there. No, think bigger. So Dhruva Maharaj, he was meditating. He was five years old. He, he was so frustrated with life, he decided to go to the forest and find God. So he performed Ashtanga Yoga. Have any of you ever done Ashtanga Yoga? Okay, so... There, there is even a trademarked yoga system called Ashtanga Yoga. And everybody in the yoga studios believes that they're doing Ashtanga Yoga. But let's see what Ashtanga Yoga actually is. So he first practiced yamas and niyamas. He stopped uh, all activities of, of, uh, Killing anything, he was practiced ahimsa, celibacy. He left everything, went to the forest. And then he did the asanas. Then he did the pratyahara and the pranayama and the, and the withdrawing of the senses and dharana, concentration. So the first month, every three days, he would eat uh, some leaves. You say, okay, I can do that. Only three days, eat leaves. Probably a lot of us need to do that anyway. (laughs) Eating too much oil and ghee anyway. (laughs) But then, the next month, every six days, he would eat just some dry leaves. So nobody is signing up for this. We can advertise Ashtanga Yoga process at Kalachanji, Radha Kalachanji Temple, First month, first you have to, we'll send you to the jungle where no one can find you. First month, every three day eat leaves. Second month, every six day eat dry leaves. <laughs> then third month, every nine days, take a sip of water. 
Anyone want to sign up? Pay for a nice, authentic Ashtanga Yoga seminar in the forest. Then the fourth month, he took a breath of air every 12 days. Who's, who can hold their breath for one day? Okay, so nobody is signing up. Program is closed down. Sorry, <laughs> shut down. Sorry. The... So he was performing this meditation, and his objective. He was so frustrated by the insults of his stepmother, being the son of the king. He decided. Now his father was a, a powerful personality. He decided that he wanted a kingdom greater than his grandfather, who that that was Lord Brahma himself. And the Lord did fulfill his desire. He performed this meditation and the Lord appeared. But as soon as the Lord appeared, he thought how foolish he was. What an insignificant desire to have a, your own universe. Such an insignificant desire. He said, it's like broken pieces of glass. I found the real gem. So it goes like this to, uh, this is the raga stage. Some realizing of the, the attraction of the Lord. And it goes even further. There's even, not just realizing the attraction, but being absorbed in the Lord. So here I can read some descriptions of the Different stages. So the first one is called Shraddha. So that means you have this stage, you have some uh, real trust in the scripture. You're like, okay, I, this is interesting. I'm going to do give it a try. You have a desire to follow. And so, you start, and so in this stage... Your consciousness is absolutely interested in serving oneself and a little particle, little spark interested in serving Krishna. And far as the anartas, uh, they're still there. The things that hold you back. Then, so if you want to practice spiritual life, what is the best thing to do? You need to find others. Like someone wrote me on Facebook. Let's see. Someone wrote me. Actually, there's one second. It was un momento. They said, how can I Escape this flesh prison. Let's see if I can find it. Maybe it's not there anymore. Uh, So many things. I said, first step, you have to find others who want to escape with you. (laughs) If you want to escape... No, one second. I think it might be gone. So many things are there. 
everyone. So the first step, like we have the A, B, C, D, E's. Associate. So you have some, some shraddha, then get some sangha. Get some association. Find those who also want to escape this uh, flesh prison. Then you might, you need to find some, some information how you can escape. So you got books. So that's the B. Some information how to escape the flesh prison. And then if you see the books, they will say, see, chanting. Chanting the holy name of Krishna. D, devotional diet. And E, encourage others to do the same. Just like that. I don't know if that post is still there. I look. We had some exchange. Anyway. Hare Krishna. So here, we go back to the descriptions. So then comes Sadhu Sangha. So that's when you inquire, oh, how do I practice this? What is the, my, what is the proper conduct? Then you start to learn from the teacher, the guru. And at that stage, your interest in serving one your, uh, yourself is absolute. And your interest in serving Krishna is a trace. Little bit. Then comes bhajana kriya. Then you wholeheartedly take up the practice. And in this, you might have unsteady spiritual activity. You may take initiation, take vows. You progress. Maybe you have a little bit false confidence. Maybe you're sporadic. Maybe you're like... Uh, struggling, do I be really renounced or be really attached to going back and forth? Not whole, not being able to uphold the vows or relishing the material results that come from spiritual life. Maybe you get some respect, people respect you, honor you, and you're like, oh, now I like this spiritual life. People are honoring me now. It's all about, what is it? Absolutely about myself. <laughs> So at that stage, your uh, your uh, consciousness in serving Krishna, in your serving yourself, goes from absolute to full, and your consciousness in serving Krishna goes to partial. And as you practice this bhajana kriya, you practice engaging in the processes of devotion, then the reaction from past activities almost completely is finished. Reactions from past aparads, partially complete. And the reaction from desiring uh, the material results of spiritual life, partially complete. So then the next stage is called anartha nivriti. What does anartha mean? Anybody can say this? Yes. 
Artha is, yeah, it, it, you can say that Artha is actually something that is valuable. So an Artha means things you don't want in your life. Like uh, hatred, that's an Artha. Get it away, I don't want that in my heart anymore. Uh, pride, arrogance, get those all away. Those are holding me back from my true uh, happiness. So lust, anger, greed, all these things. So these uh, nartas have four sources. Past sin, uh, past good deeds, past offenses, and bhakti. Such as you want to enjoy the comforts, the wealth that comes. So if one is steadily progresses, that is the big part of spiritual life, is getting rid of all those unwanted qualities. Then comes what is called nishta. Nishta means firmly fa- firmly fixed. These are nine steps. So nishta means you're firmly you have firm faith. So here's some descriptions: um, steadily engaged in devotional service, cap- characterized by the absence of five items: laziness or lethargy or excessive sleep, distraction, indifference bad habits, and a taste for material enjoyment. So if you're, you have any of those things, you have a taste for material enjoyment, we're not, not on nishta yet. Not on nishta yet. And though they are still present, the, the, the gunas, the modes of nature, uh, passion and ignorance, they're not as effective. They barely uh, uh, push the person around. And you, that person on that nishta stage has an intense desire for this to read. Like if they go to the uh, doctor's office and they see Time Magazine and Srimad Bhagavatam, they're like, pick up the Bhagavatam, yes! And the rest of us are like, I, uh, Time Magazine, uh, Bhagavatam, I don't know which one I will pick. So his absorption in serving himself is almost full. And his absorption in serving Krishna is pervasive. At this time, he's completely free from past sins. He's uh, still, there's still the possibility, there's aparad can be there. It can be pervasive. What's happened there? Something happened. There we go. Disappear. And his desire to enjoy the material byproducts of spiritual life, gone. No, no, oh, complete means. Then Ruchi. Ruchi means a taste. Very profound taste. So here's some... So steady practice becomes propelled by its own energy. A taste for devotional activities vastly greater from their attraction for anything else. There are two types, depending on the quality of favorable elements and the environment. So So at that time... Our desire to serve ourselves is pervasive, and our desire to serve Krishna is almost full. So the seesaw is tipping more into Krishna's favor now.
Not that you chant, get up at three in the morning, because you know it's good for you to chant your japa, to do meditation. No, you have taste. You just, oh, I love this. Ruchi. Then comes asakti, attachment. So, at that stage, the focus and main subject of spiritual practice is simply Krishna. Rather than, it's not even, oh, the, the service, but it's really Krishna's pleasure. Like, I gotta do my service for Krishna, I gotta mop this floor. No, it's, you're actually thinking, no, it's just for Krishna. It is not, I just gotta get this done, I gotta get this done. You know? I'm so happy I finished my rounds. <laughs> no, the happiness should be in the rounds, not that you finished. <laughs> so at that stage, partial consideration of the self, full consideration of Krishna. Rati, bhava, this is another stage, next stage. Mature attachment, emotion, deep emotion. Entering into pure sattva, pure goodness. Intense hankering to associate with Krishna. Bringing, experiencing eternal relationship with Krishna. It's one thing to know you're not the body, but who are you? It's, it's, to know what you're not is one thing, but who are you? Like, what, what's your position in the spiritual world? What is your relationship with Krishna? That is the mood of a very advanced devotee. He wants to know his relationship with Krishna. He, 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 uh, and he does, as he progresses, he gets to experience that. Not that, oh, I'm just generic spirit soul, you know. He has some, Attraction to Krishna and his various features. Maybe he is attracted to the the cowherd pastimes or the the Vrindavan gopi pastimes. He at this stage he starts to feel some emotion, very deep love, and then prema. Prema is pure love. This at this point, his desire to serve himself is completely absent, and the desire to serve Krishna is absolute. The bhava stage, it's considered complete. But in the prema stage, it's considered absolute. Even on the bhava stage, it is possible to make mistakes in spiritual life. There are some extraordinary pa- pa- uh, circumstances, not usually. So one example was the Mr. India. Do you all know Mr. India? He is described in the Bhagavatam. You ever heard of Mr. India? No. What, so how do you say India in India? Bharat. So everybody, anybody heard of King Bharat? Uh, Mr. India. <laughs> so Mr. India, his, he, um, he was very attracted to um, giving up the whole material situation and delving himself deeply in spiritual life. But he did this a little prematurely. Not spiritual life, but specifically the path of renunciation. Because you can practice spiritual life from the very beginning of your life. As Prahlad says, um, Kumar acharet pragyo. 
धर्मन भगवतान इह दुर्लभ मनुष्यम जानमा तत अर्थ ध्रुवम अर्थदम इट इज गिविंग द ग्रेटेस्ट गिफ्ट वेल्थ अर्थ सो ही वेंट टू द फॉरेस्ट एंड ही स्टार्टेड हिज मेडिटेशन एंड एज ऑल मेनी ऑफ यू नो ही हर्ड अ लायन रोर रोर मेक श्योर नो वन इज स्लीपिंग and he saw a poor mother deer jump into the river and a baby deer was uh, was born at that moment the mother deer washed away and drowned and so he jumped in to save the deer and he started to take care of this deer while he had his ashram in the forest and he was meditating and meditating and meditating and taking care of the deer and meditating and meditating and meditating and take care of the deer and then meditating and take care of the deer and then taking care of the deer 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 meditating taking care of the deer 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 just taking care of the deer <laughs> he became really uh, attracted to the cute uh, he became absorbed due to the remnants of previous uh this incomplete um spiritual perfection And so one day the deer went missing. Oh dear, my dear dear, where are thou dear? He was running around like a madman in the forest and he fell down into a like a uh, a ditch, like a well. Broke his legs. He was dying. And then he sees the deer come looking from the top. Oh dear, my dear dear. <laughs> and he died and he became a dear yam yam vapismaran bhavan chadate ante kalevaram bhavati you become that's what you become what you think at the time of death and what you think is what what's absorbing your heart like one senior prabhu disciple he said when he was a catholic school boy he almost died and he said he saw his whole life flash before his eyes and he remember the the nun telling him just think of god when you die and what did he think of girls <laughs> then he realized no i don't know i have to change my consciousness and then he became devotee later on <laughs> so next life he became a deer then he became matured in his spiritual life more so that he became next life jada bharat like a he appeared like a transcendental madman in a way that he would did not want to get uh, involved so much in material life so he could just focus on his meditation so we will stop that om tat sat thanks a lot hari krishna any uh, any uh, comments or uh, questions and then okay thank you very much hari krishna